So it's Pride Month, and today it's the end of the day on uh, on the second of June. This is the second official day of Pride Month, and I'm already sick of it. I'm already done with it. Things have been different this year. Okay, I've been tracking Pride Month and all the various. Uh, gay days, queer this weeks or whatever. I've been tracking them for a while because I do believe I've been a staunch advocate of the fact that this is about domination. This is about supremacy. LGBTQIA plus supremacy is the agenda. It's not about equality. They've had equality for a long time. They've had equality for, well, you could say that, that since they passed the Supreme Court passed gay marriage and made it the law of the land, that was really the, the end goal there, right? That should have been, right? I mean, isn't that the end goal? No, no. The end goal is supremacy. And this is why, this is why our various institutions, whether it's government, uh, education, the media, they're all so adamantly in favor of promoting and pushing this agenda of supremacy. And if you think that I'm kidding, that, that I'm wrong about the supremacy aspect of it, let's take a look at what's happening in schools today. Okay. It doesn't matter. You can say, oh, but, but, you know, we're fighting against that. We need to fight much, 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 much harder. We're not even close to being able to, to ending this. This is cultural Marxism in its purest form. And it's the type of cultural Marxism, by the way, that does hit at the core of their end goal, which is to dissolve our connections to God. Let's, I mean, that's at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. And people say, oh, so you're saying that if you're, if you're gay, that you can't be a Christian? No, I'm not saying that at all. Okay, sin is sin. But what it really comes down to is this. When they go to attack the Bible, and they are already in the process of doing that, but when they go to attack Christians, to attack the faithful, this is going to be their primary source of, of separation. They're going to be able to say, you know, you're either with us and you believe in, in equality and equity and all that stuff, or you're against us and you believe in the Bible. And this is why they're going after children because they want to raise a generation of nihilists. They want to raise a generation of, of children who do not have any connection whatsoever with the biblical worldview, the Judeo-Christian values that have built this society the way it is. Again, you can really look at every aspect of their agenda, they being the powers that be, whether it is LGBTQIA plus supremacy or uh, what is it, critical race theory, or the, just the wokeification of pretty much everything out there. It's all... All of it is to be is pushing for this agenda. And of course, LGBTQIA plus supremacy is at the forefront. Now, I don't even know what any of those letters mean. I know, okay, so L is lesbian, uh, G is gay, um, T is probably, I assume it's trans, B bisexual, and then it all gets uh, Q's. I'm queer. Okay, I, I was able to get five out of the 57 gender varieties or sexual preference varieties that they include in their their plus it's it's a debacle it's an insult and it is again this is an attack on the very institution of faith here in the united states and across the world and our enemies are laughing at us our enemies being china russia iran north korea the world economic forum the united nations you could even say nato technically speaking is in many ways our enemy again we're we are um, essentially, we are NATO, and this has been beneficial at times, perhaps, especially during this, the Cold War, during the Soviet era. But right now, and for a long time, it has not been. So, yes, when I say they're our enemy, I'm not expecting them to attack us, though I wouldn't doubt it if NATO <laughs> wasn't ever got, uh, not NATO, uh, Turkey ever got involved. 
but that's a whole other issue. I want to focus today on this this Pride Month stuff because it really is out of hand. It has it is far worse than it was even last year. You can't say that this is oh, it's just because Joe Biden's in pre- in, in office. Well, he was in office last year, and last year, I assure you, with a certainty, it was not nearly as in your face. It wasn't being pushed as hard as it is right now today. I mean, it is being shoved in their faces, and it's funny because you see these woke corporations. Oh, they're they're quick to throw up their uh, their pride flags this month. Now, I wonder if they're putting up their pride flags at their divisions in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, no, no, no. What about in China? It's probably. I'm sure they've got the. Pride flag going there, right? No, 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 they don't. They don't. They can put it here. They put it over to the Vatican. Hey, the Vatican, Vatican's gone full woke. But they won't do it in any place where it's not very popular. This is about virtue signaling. And the ultimate virtue signaling is being done by celebrities in many cases. I had a very sad day today. Uh, Well, no, okay, that's overkill. I had a moment of regret when I saw the news that Linda Carter, of all people, Wonder Woman from the 70s, Linda Carter came out and she she made a, an odd Twitter statement. I'm sure she put it on her other social media, but her statement on Twitter is I didn't write Wonder Woman. But if you want to argue that she is somehow not a queer or trans icon, then you're not paying attention. Every time someone comes up to me and says that Wonder Woman helped them while they were closeted, it reminds me how special the role is. Now, folks, that's virtue signaling. I'm sorry. You could say, well, Technically speaking, since she did come from an island of all women, maybe she was queer. Okay, but she definitely wasn't transgender. But so I'm, I'm not sure how she's a, a trans icon. Uh, and I would say that she's not a queer icon either. You could also make the argument that, hey, you know, technically speaking, if you look at the people that did write Wonder Woman, the creators, it was like this apparently this husband and wife team that were into BDSM stuff and and uh, helped the, the girlfriend of the wife or something helped to write it. I don't know. I don't know the history of Wonder Woman. All I know is that the show itself that Linda Carter starred in, the show in the late 70s, had nothing, absolutely positively nothing to do with the LGBTQIA plus agenda today or even at the time. Okay. To say that she is somehow a queer or trans icon is, again, this is about domination. This is what their agenda is. They love it. They were cheering all the comments. They were just like, oh, I love this woman. Yes, this is so true. This has always been true. You know, just straight up 1984 rewriting of history stuff. No, it hasn't always been true. She made it true. Okay. She didn't make it true. She tried to make it true. Linda Carter did. You know, and I was a big fan. Look, I was a kid of the 70s. Okay. So I grew up, I, I really liked Wonder Woman. I thought that was a great show. Okay. I was just a little kid and I thought it was amazing stuff. I watched it whenever it was on. Reactions, of course, on Twitter were, were pretty funny. You had Cat Turt saying, funny how you never mentioned that when uh, you was doing the role. <laughs> True. Justin Hart says, lasso of truth needed here to uncover the ridiculous virtue signaling by Linda here. Another 80s hero of ours gone woke. Now, to be clear, Justin Hart, uh, not an 80s um, hero. This was a 70s hero. Had Wonder Woman been an 80s hero, I probably would have been a fan. I would have been a teen at the time, so I would have been a fan for for very different reasons, but I was a fan of the seventies when she was just, wow, look how strong she is. Look at her uh, block those bullets. You know, <laughs> if it had been a decade later, I would have been interested for other reasons. Linda Carter, uh, according to John Sig- Ziegler, uh, posted a meme in response, confirmed virtue signal received. 
Polymology positions with a Ukraine flag. Strong women are actually men is not. And that's a quote. Strong women are actually men uh, is not the progressive take. You seem to think it is. And it, it, it really isn't. Listen, one of the biggest this is why I like J.K. Rowling, even though I disagree with her politically speaking on many occasions. She is right in her attack against or multiple attacks against the uh, LGBTQIA plus supremacy that's happening right now. One of her big focuses is in j- prisons, jails, women's jails, where where sub- allegedly transgender men, men who just claim that they're women, are being shoved in there with other real actual biological women. And it's not good at all. I'm not going to go into details because it's a family friendly show, but let's just say that it's it's really, really, really bad. Okay, these women have it bad enough for whatever they did to to, you know, get in jail, their crimes, suffering through jail itself. I'm not a fan of, oh, you know, poor criminals. But, hey, you know, I don't want just because somebody commits a crime and it gets sent to a woman's prison. I don't want them attacked by biological males who pretend to be women just because we have a woke society in, in Western culture today. According to Mary H. 4751, man, can't they let biological women have anything nice? FFS, which I'm not going to say that out loud. Jason Rance, who happens to be gay, as far as I can, as if I recall, Jason Rance, a journalist, conservative journalist up in the uh, in the Seattle area, um, and I believe he is a gay man. Uh, Jason, I know you're listening. If you are, reach out. Let me know. I, I want to make sure. Wonder Woman, a biological woman, is a trans icon because you're not paying attention, I guess, or something. He doesn't know, and neither do I. I have no idea. I have no idea what makes that the case. And this is just, you know, again, this is just an example of celebrity virtue signaling through this month, and we're getting a lot more of it this year than we've had in any other year that I've been watching this stuff. But that's that's just about virtue signaling. Let's get into some actual nuts and bolts. Let's talk about another example story. This one comes, sadly, I'm very sad to say this. This comes from the United States Marine Corps. Of all places, yesterday they posted on their official Twitter account. Throughout June, the USMC takes pride in recognizing and honoring the contributions of our LGBTQ service members. We remain committed to fostering an environment free from discrimination and defend the values of treating all equally with dignity and respect. Hashtag Pride Month, hashtag USMC. And of course, for those listening to the audio, you won't be able to see this, but they have they have the standard uh, Marine Corps helmet. With the, you know, you can put the bullets and the strap on the side. And these bullets, of course, are rainbow in color because whatever. And uh, with the, the, the phrase proud to serve on there, it is a joke. Jesse Kelly, who, if you're not familiar with him, he is a uh, conservative show host for the first. He's, he's on, I think he's actually has multiple shows now or multiple networks that he's broadcast on. He is a former congressional candidate. He is a, an ex-Marine. He served in Iraq in uh, the early 2000s during the Iraq war. You know, he is he's a veteran. He knows what what this is all about. He also, if you don't know him, he's also like six foot 14. So there's that. He's he's absolutely huge. But he tweeted and people were asking him about it. So he tweeted. And I want to be clear. Let's just get right out off the bat. Okay, Jesse Kelly has a very limited filter. Okay, it's what I love about him. And he's right when he says things that are some people. Well, obviously, he's not woke. In many cases, he's very much anti woke. And he says things that he believes to be true. And that's something that you can't really say about a whole lot of conservative pundits, especially on Twitter and Facebook or on network television. He comes out and he says the things that are uncomfortable to hear for even many conservatives. But these are truthful statements. We are faced with 
an existential threat to the United States of America, multiple existential threats. And the only way that we can have any possible chance of being able to, to fight them is if we start getting aggressive, is if we start start speaking the truth. And I'm not just saying, oh, you know, critical race theory, bad, LGBTQIA plus supremacy, bad. No, I'm saying we have to actually call it out for what it is. And sometimes that's going to make people uncomfortable. And I'm sure Jesse Kelly's Twitter thread about this will probably make some of you uncomfortable. Since every person on the planet, this is Jesse Kelly, since every person on the planet is sending this to me, number one, I've seen it. Number two, it blows. Number three, I'm not surprised in the least. Been gone, going this way for a while. The communist doesn't have a sacred area he'll avoid. He destroys all. He conquers all. He continues until he is stopped. People don't understand why such a tiny portion of society has such an outsized voice today. It's not complicated. They're more committed to their religion than you are to yours. They're interested in victory and domination. You'd like to win, but only if you can look polite. All the branches of cultural Marxism have followed the same path from feminism to civil rights, to climate change, insanity, to the LGBTQ stuff. All of them smarts, uh, starts small, then the eunuch right turns the other cheek. Soon it's a raging wildfire consuming everything. Worst part of the LGBTQ insanity is its diabolical focus on children. You're seeing this more and more. Drag shows, trans teachers, the works. The American communist knows this is his chance to break kids from their parents. And as I mentioned before, by the way, to break them away from the biblical worldview, to separate them from God. Back to Jesse Kelly. You think it's bad now if this filth is not purged, and it won't be. Pedophilia will be mainstream within 10 to 15 years. I think he's being generous there. I think it'll be less than a decade before we start seeing that in the wholesale. They're already sprinkling an article out here and there. It's coming. Don't believe me? Well, yesterday it was equality in marriage. Today, kids bark at each other in schools and eat out of dog bowls. Teenage girls cut off their, can't say that on radio, should get the idea, drag children dance on Good Morning America to cheering crowds. There is no polite, nice way to reverse this now. We will have to get aggressive and do things that make you uncomfortable. It will require state legislation, firings, prosecutions. It will require you making financial decisions that are more purposeful. Mad about that? I am. Sucks. But that's what we get for letting it get this far. Now, we're going to have to rip up some lawn and remove these roots. They're too deep. Fire every 06 and above in the military. Every one. Let's start there. That is all. I don't necessarily agree with that last statement. Okay? Maybe there are some senior officers in the military branches that just need to be need a louder voice. I don't know. Maybe he is right. He's, he's the military man. I'm not. Maybe he's right. Maybe we just take all senior officers and just get rid of them, start promoting people that aren't woke, that aren't weak, because it's not just about wokeness. Somebody can be unwoke, but if they're still weak, if they're not going to fight against this, if they're not going to oppose this, if they're too worried about their career, too worried about their pension, then should they really be officers leading the United States military? What if we go to battle? What are we going to do? Are we going to have multicolored bullets flinging their way? Are we going to tell them, hold on, wait a second, don't fire. Give us just a few minutes to let our 
solar power tank recharge. It's not as sunny as we thought it was going to be. So, so just China, North Korea, whoever, just give us a second where we're going to get, we'll, 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 we're going to come, come get you suckers. I mean, when does it end? The answer is it doesn't until we start getting bold and aggressive. We have to do it now. Again, special thanks to thelibertydaily.com. Special Kelly to, to, or special Kelly, special thanks to Jesse Kelly. He is a special Kelly, by the way. Special thanks to Jesse Kelly for giving us this, this great thread for me to read on, on the air. You can always check me out at jdrucker.com. Of course, this is going to be the first episode of JD Rucker Live here live on Rumble. And you may be hearing the replay on Brighteon or BitChute or anywhere else. If you want to, you can always support me by going to givesendgo.com slash JDR. Lord willing, I will be back very soon with another episode. But in the meantime, y'all stay strong, stay safe, and God bless. Do you trust the Biden regime to stop our economy from collapsing? I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure. Neither do we, which is why we highly recommend OurGoldGuy.com. IRA will help you purchase physical precious metals to preserve your wealth or retirement. Visit OurGoldGuy.com today.